The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. Welcome to the show and a special congratulations to all of our listeners in New York. All are you celebrating with those New York Giants, so congratulations to you on truthfully a great game. And you know what? Speaking of champions, we have a champion on the phone today. I can't begin to tell you how much I admire this woman. You know, I only hope that when I am older that people can tell me that I, too, have lived like Helen Roth. She is a champion. She reminds me of Justin Dart because till the very end, Justin Dart never lost his passion for advocacy for Americans with disabilities. And it truly is an honor for me to have the past chair of the American Association of People with Disabilities on the show today, Miss Helen Roth. Helen, welcome to the show. Thank you, Joyce. It's a pleasure for me to be here, although I have to say that it's a little intimidating to be in any way compared to Justin Dart because he was such a giant. But I appreciate your thoughts. Well, you know, I always say this about Justin. He never stopped. He never, ever stopped. His fervent passion for helping people with disabilities, as you well know, Helen, it was there to the end. Do you agree with that? Absolutely. And I will agree that being compared to him in that way, there's a lot of truth in it. I will never stop. I know you won't, Helen. And and that is, I always tell people, I've told people for years, that's how I want to be because, um, well, if we stop, then what? You right. Know, one, one less great leader in this country caring. You know, you, you have to be out there talking about it, caring about it. But anyway, Helen, who is the past chair of the American Association of People with Disabilities, Helen, maybe you could first tell our listeners throughout the world who maybe weren't familiar with you how you first became involved in the disability community. Well, Joyce, uh, my first involvement came as a surprise to me. Actually, I became involved when I had polio at the age of 12. Now, I may not have thought of it in those terms as being involved in the disability community, but I was inadvertently involved. Then, when I was in college, I went to a training that was done by the Disability Defense Education and Defense 
doctor I wanted to be identified as a person with a disability, which is kind of funny because I did walk on crutches and use a wheelchair. So I obviously was identified. But I mean, as far as my personal identification, and at that time, in that training, I decided, yes, there are lots of really fun, interesting, smart people with disabilities, and I do want to be identified. So that's when my real involvement started. Wow. That's a lot of years ago. Well, you have definitely had passion all those years, Helen, and that was one thing I wanted you to talk about. What made you decide to become an advocate? Well, Joyce, I didn't exactly decide what I mean to say is once you identify as having a disability or having someone in your family or a loved one with a disability, I think it makes you want to do something about any injustice that you see. And to me, advocacy just became part of my life because I could see a lot of discrimination and also mistreatment of people with disabilities. Although I have to say, I personally have not experienced a lot of prejudice. Well, Helen, you, well, right before the show talked, I found out that you've been doing some consulting work in the area of employment support for people with psychiatric disabilities. Have you you noticed, Helen, how hard that is for people with psychiatric disabilities to gain employment? Absolutely. That's the... I I think, based on the review of literature that I've been doing, I think that group of people, those with psychiatric disabilities must have the highest unemployment rate of any group and they face so much discrimination that it's really shameful. It is shameful, Helen. It really is. And it is amazing to me how people come out and they'll just ask people, tell me, what is your disability? You know, as if like they've never heard of the Americans with Disabilities Act. Yep. Absolutely. And people do put up with so much discrimination and so many attitudinal barriers. 
So I think that's really great that you're working on on that, Helen, and I well, I wish you the best. George, and one of the things that's going on right now that AAPD or uh, well, the people are involved in is the ADA Restoration Act because our courts are federal courts as well as local courts really have come out with decisions that limit the Americans with Disabilities Act. So the people with disabilities are not at this time getting the protection they deserve based on that act. I know, it's terrible. And everyone listening to the show, you better call your congressman, you better call your senator and say, are you supporting the ADA Restoration Act? You better call and tell them that. And if you need more information about that, you can go to aapd.com and get more information because I'm going to tell you that will impact you and you being covered as a person with a disability. I'm a good example as a woman with epilepsy. You know, I, you could go work somewhere, be discriminated against, but if at that time you're not having a seizure, they could say you really don't have a disability, which is unbelievable. But yep. um, that is so important. I'm glad you brought that up, Helen. Well, and it is important for people to let their congressional delegation know that there are people out here that support that act and want them to support it. Yeah, that's why I think what the American Association of People with Disabilities is doing is so important because you know what, Helen, I think people need educated. I think many people with disabilities don't know, you know, about the policy and everything going on and how it impacts them directly, and I think it's important for everyone to know. Yes. Well, you know, Joyce, I see this as part of a larger societal problem that we've got right now. What I mean to say is a lot of people ignore politics, ignore what's happening in Congress that directly affects their lives. And this is particularly true in the disability community. People just don't educate themselves or others enough about bills or policies that affect them directly. Yes, I agree with you, Helen. That is so sad, isn't it? Because people make an emotional decision when they vote and sometimes don't know what's going to happen to them down the road. Yep. And, of course, today is a big day to be thinking about this. 
Today's a big day. You better be thinking and you better be voting. Uh, you know what we say at AAPD, we don't care if you vote Democrat or Republican, but we care you vote. Absolutely. You must vote. You must vote. It doesn't. We're not saying what party, because we believe in bipartisan support at AAPD, but you must vote, and you should know the issues. Yes. Once again, I would encourage you to go to aapd.com, you know, and because another thing they did at AAPD is send a letter out to all the uh, candidates, presidential candidates, asking them to respond to AAPD about their views in reference to uh, disability. So, you know, do that or go to their website, see what they say about it, but most important, vote. Don't sit at home. Yes. If you're in one of those 27 states today, you get out there and vote. Yes. George, I'm so glad you brought up the website for AAPD. There is a lot of good information about various policies and congressional bills that directly and strongly affect the lives of people with disabilities. It's a really good place to keep up with what's happening. And for those who are just beginning to start to get information that they need. Yes, that's right. That's why go to www.aapd.com. That's www.aapd.com, and you will be provided with just tons of information about policy, about bills that are ongoing, about the ADA Restoration Act. Get out there and read. Get educated. We are a powerful voice if we would just vote. Yep. And right now we're going to go to break for a minute, and then we'll be right back with a true champion and leader for Americans with disabilities, Miss Helen Ross. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice at voiceamerica.com, where disability does matter. We'll be right back. Have you ever thought about having your own Internet talk show? Well, if you said yes, then click About Us. Then click Be a Host to get more information. Or just call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417. Say that again. 480-294-6417. VoiceAmerica.com. Mom? Dad? How long should I wait for you? Mom? If I'm at soccer practice. What if something happens? Will you come get me? There's no reason not to have a plan in case of a terrorist attack. Mom, if you're not home, should we go to the neighbor's house? And some extremely good reasons why you should. Can you tell me? Everybody should have a plan. Take five minutes to talk about where you'll meet and how you'll get in touch with each other in an emergency. For other things you can do to be prepared, visit www.ready.gov. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Homeland Security and the Ad Council. I'm Garcelle Beauvais-Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are two and a half million Americans with the condition, 
and one in ten Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000. VoiceAmerica.com If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. And welcome back to the show. We have a great guest today, Miss Helen Ross the past chair of the American Association of People with Disabilities. And I believe we have a caller on the line. Cheryl, are you on the line? I am there. You betcha I'm not going to miss this chance. Oh, and i got to tell all of you, we have Miss Cheryl Sensenbrenner, the new chair of the American Association of People with Disabilities. And, Cheryl, I don't know if you heard us right before you came on, but we were telling everyone that get behind the ADA Restoration Act, and I just want you all to know it is Congressman Sensenbrenner and Cheryl have been instrumental in really leading the way to help us, and thank you for that, Cheryl. No, thank you, Joyce. I must admit I had problems with my computer and my Internet, uh, not as savvy as I should be, so I missed just the first three minutes. But I, I just didn't want to miss this opportunity to call in to laud again the praises of my mentor, Helen Roth, as <laughs> totally led AAPD. I've got little teeny shoes to follow in her big shoes, and I, I think she already answered my question, and my question was, really, how, how can we turn the tide? What is the biggest problem right now in the world? I know, Joyce, how much we all feel that employment is one of the key things. We just want to level chance and civil rights, but I think maybe, Helen, you already answered my question. It's that we got to care directly. Is that it? Yes, that's, um, I would say, Cheryl, that one of the main things right now is public education, and that is such a hard thing to do, because most people won't get interested in something till it affects them directly. So you can talk to your blue in the face about disability, but until they have a personal experience of some sort, they don't hear well. So I think that probably the biggest problem we have and is attitudinal. All right. The the other thing that, and I really am thrilled that you 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 were talking about that ADA restoration because there the whole thing gets so complicated about are you disabled? Aren't you disabled? People that are really disabled are not being. It's just it really has got to be fixed. And I really appreciate you guys bringing that up. But all I want to say is my heroes are on the radio right now, and I I always want to get a chance to say to salute you and thank you and. Oh, I'm going to, please lead the way because I want to follow. Well, I have to say, Cheryl, that I want to salute you. You have picked up the reins beautifully and are doing such a good job. And I love the way you're 
interacting with all different kinds of people from different walks of life. Well, that's the neat thing about disability and our organization that we all love, and that is that we're an umbrella for all disabilities and um, whatever the far range that it may be, and we push for all disabilities, and, and that's why we all have the privilege to do that, and we all ourselves are personally impacted on this. Yeah. and certainly it is a diverse group, Cheryl. Anybody living in this world could join our community of people with disabilities at any time. That's right. That's right. I call people the temporarily able-bodied because they can join this minority group at any time in their life. And I just want to say, Cheryl, I too admire Helen so much. I told her I just want to be remembered as someone that had the passion for advocacy that Helen has. And I also want to mention for all of you about Cheryl that what Helen said is true. She is a leader who serves. She is not one of these, look who I am, I'm better than you. She is so kind, so compassionate about this, but with her, whether she's at the White House or would be on the street talking to a homeless person, she is the same. And that's what I really love about you, Cheryl. Oh, boy, I needed that today. Like anybody with disabilities, at times I have good days, some days I have bad days, and that's something that we all understand about each other. And um, thank you, I needed that today, but boy, oh, boy, I'm so proud to follow in your steps, and I'll hang up and let somebody else have a chance. Thank Thank you you again for Disability Matters, Joyce. Bye-bye. My pleasure. What an one, awesome person she is, Helen. She is. One thing I'd like to say in this little mutual admiration society we've got going here is that I admire Cheryl and you, Joyce Bender, for your great enthusiasm and energy. It is just wonderful to have that injected into things that are going on. Well, thank you, Helen, but, you know, as Cheryl said, we all have had people to look up to, and I certainly look up to you. And and I, I know that you really care, and I know that no matter where you are, you're thinking about quality of life for people with disabilities. And that's what it takes. You know, we've all got to get. We've all got to get like that. We've all got to get on fire. You know, I'm telling you what. Cheryl Sensenbrenner lives it every day. Not only is she a person with a disability, she is a champion. She's out there every day working to try to help get that ADA Restoration Act passed. AAPD, you know, under the great leadership of Andy Imperato, is out there working so hard. But we need all of you, we need all of you to get involved. We need all of you to pick up that phone, call your senator, call your leader, and say, hey, are you behind that ADA Restoration Act? We need you, as Helen said, she's right. If you're not educated, how the heck are you going to know what to do? Go to www.aapd.com. There is so much information on there. 
go there and read about it. And, and Helen, I know that you believe so strongly in advocacy. I know on every board meeting you chaired, you always have been passionate about advocacy. What advice would you give to young people with disabilities listening to our show who want to be an advocate? God, that to me is a hard question. Joyce, um, I would say that the main thing I think young people can do is find someone else, either one person or a group that also is interested in the disability rights movement and talk with them, stimulate each other, start to go to websites like APD, read books, uh, start to make contacts with leaders in the disability rights movement. Those are the main things I think young people can do, but the education is just the key to know how to influence policy and legislation. But first of all, you've got to know what's happening. That's right. And, and you know, we need young leaders. We need young people with their enthusiasm and their passion. But, as Helen said, you have to know your history. You know, like Steven Spielberg, when he's talking, when he was talking about um, all these movies he made about the Holocaust, he said, "We always must remember." And it's the same thing with our disability history. We must remember. We must remember what it was like pre-Americans with Disabilities Act. We must remember what people went through to get where we are today. And sadly, Helen. At a lot of high schools in America, you know, they don't really teach a lot about disability history. That's right. Because I think one reason, Joyce, is because one of the main goals throughout history was to keep people with disabilities hidden, hidden away in institutions or back rooms at home. And thank goodness we have been liberated and are being liberated more every day. Mm -hmm. One thing, Joyce, I'd like to emphasize, and Cheryl brought up the idea of the American Association of People with Disabilities being an umbrella organization. like to emphasize that it is a very collaborative group. And Andy Imperato, who is the CEO and president, is just top-notch at making 
making connections with all kinds of groups. I'm talking all different types of disability groups, blind, deaf, psychiatric, all kinds of groups, but also outside of the disability community, the aging people, AARP, civil rights groups like the Conference on Civil Rights, um, political. You mentioned that AAPD is bipartisan. It really is nonpartisan, not necessarily bipartisan, but uh, certainly does not take partisan positions. And that collaborative work is so important. And he has hired a top-notch staff that are all good at collaborative work. And I think it is the strength of AAPD. The one other thing I would like to mention specifically is on the website they have um, a project called Justice for All. Justice for All is a listserv that sends out information to thousands of people on their computers about what's happening in the disability world. They have a blog that can be accessed through the AAPD website. Helen, that is a great idea. Go to aap.com to get for justice for all. That is a great, great source of information about what's going on in this country with disability policy. And with that, we're going to go to break, and then we'll be right back. If you just joined us with Helen Roth, who is the past chair of the American Association of People with Disabilities, but a longtime champion and advocate, you're listening to Joyce Bender, America's Voice, on voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. I'm Garcelle Beauvais-Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are two and a half million Americans with the condition and one in ten Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000. Over there, over there's the water. Whoosh, whoosh. 
And look at all this stuff I'm standing on. It's called sand, and it's everywhere. This woman may sound silly to you and me. It's made up of little tiny pieces of rocks. Teeny little pieces of rocks. But to her two-year-old son exploring the world around him, <laughs> she makes perfect sense. How does it feel when you touch the sand? Is it warm? Uh-huh. It's hard to hold in your hand, isn't it? Uh-huh. Learning starts long before school does, and children are naturally curious. They want to learn, so follow their lead. Take simple, everyday moments, like sorting laundry or playing on the beach, and turn them into learning moments. Is this water? No. Very good. This is sand. Oh, <laughs> no, no, it's not food. It's sand. We don't eat sand. <laughs> Turn everyday moments into learning moments. Find out how at bornlearning.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now, please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joy Spender. And welcome back. If you just joined us, we have such a great guest today. We have Helen Roth, the past chair of the American Association of People with Disabilities and really just a longtime champion for all people with disabilities. And I think we have a caller on the line. Andy, are you on the line? Yes, I am, Joyce. It's great to be with you. Andy, Andy Imperato is the CEO of the American Association of People with Disabilities and another champion. And Andy, it is an honor to hear from you. Do you have something you wanted to ask, Helen? I do. First, let me just say it's great to be on with two of my favorite people. And Joyce, I really commend you for having such a great show every week. The the question I had for Helen, I remember the the letter Helen that you wrote to me after I got to APD telling me of your interest in joining the board in part to represent people over 65 with disabilities. And I wonder if you can talk a little bit about your vision for how the disability movement can make common cause with advocates for seniors. We've got an aging population, more and more attention to some of the issues associated with that. And what do you see as the opportunities for us as disability advocates by collaborating more with the seniors community? Well, Andy, I do think that that area is wide open, and particularly with uh, the numbers of the increases that are going to come about in the aging population. One thing I think... I've noticed that older people, um, especially in organizations, don't want to be thought of as being limited in any way. And of course, who does? But I think they have been afraid in the past of joining with people with disabilities for fear they will be stigmatized in some way. But now that people with disabilities are out of the closet, so to speak, um, 
understood and being able to pursue regular lives. I think the older people um, will identify more and be more willing to join together in uh, disability rights causes. It's a big problem because it could be extremely beneficial to older people if they can just get over their fear of that identification. Does that answer your question, Andy? If we do the outreach. Yes. Yes. And I have noticed that AAPD more and more is reaching out to uh, AARP, for example, and uh, making contacts with the older population. But, Andy, I've seen AAPD over the past year reach out to all different areas of our population, older people, Democrats, Republicans. Um, I just would like to congratulate you on what I think has been a marvelous job of establishing collaborative relationships. Well, thank you, Helen. You and Joyce have both been a big part of AAPD's successes and our collaboration, so it's mutual. And uh, I, I can't get off the phone, Joyce, without reminding folks to please vote today if you're in one of the 22 states that's voting on Super Tuesday. Uh, you know, we need to get our, our message out today and get out to the polls and just encourage folks to do that while they have the opportunity. What, and that is a great message, Andy. As we, Helen and I said, we don't care how you vote. We care that you do vote. And, Andy, I concur with Helen. Thank you for your tremendous leadership for Americans with disabilities. And I know, Andy, you have a gala coming up, right, March 5th. We do. It's our annual leadership gala this year. We're moving to a bigger venue at the Building Museum in D.C. so we can take lots of folks. And if people want information about the gala, the best way to get it is on our website at aapd.com. All right, and listen, don't miss it. You know, Andy knows my saying, but this gala is like the Academy Awards of the disability movement. And I want to tell you what, it's people from all levels, from Ted Kennedy, Jr., to a cabinet leader, to Tony Coelho, to people with disabilities, just people who are attending the gala. But it is a phenomenal, not to be missed, March 5th, if you haven't registered, www.aapd.com. And, Andy, thank you for everything you're doing. Thank you, Joyce, and thank you, Helen. Sure. I'd also like to say about the gala that it is fun 
lot of these types of events are pretty serious. The AAPD gala is serious in that it's looking at future leaders and honoring them with the Paul G. Hearn Awards and the Henry Betts Award. But people enjoy it. They have video shorts of the people they honor. And uh, I've had a lot of people tell me how much they enjoy it. Not that it's just an obligation to support APD. That's right, Helen. I agree with you. It is it's very enjoyable. Always a great time. Great time to see all the disability leaders uh, that that are present. But it's it is really just a very uplifting evening. It is a great event. Uh, again, March fifth. Don't miss it on March fifth. And uh, again, www.aapd.com. Helen, isn't Andy Imperato just awesome, isn't he? <laughs> he is just awesome. I, I marvel at the way his mind works. Well, he is one of the very first people I met. You know, um, I had my accident in 1985, but I didn't start Bender Consulting Services until 1995. And... You know, when I first was asked to be on the President's Committee on Employment of People with Disabilities, that's when I first met Andy. He was one of the first people that I met, and I was impressed with him because, number one, as you said, he is brilliant, but he really cares. He is the real deal, very passionate about, you know, quality of life for all people with disabilities. He never stops. He is ongoing. Just a great leader for AAPD. He knows how to get things done. Yes, he does. Not only plan them, but do them. Joyce, as we talk, I've been thinking, um, have you ever been a guest on your program? Bender Consultants does so much good work that I wonder if your radio audience realizes just what you do and what an impact it has. I'd like to see you get a guest moderator and have them have you as a guest on your program. Oh, Helen, that is so nice of you. Uh, Again, another example of what I mean about, just like Cheryl, a great leader who serves. And I will tell you, uh, Helen, I, for the first time this year, it was not me, but I did have three of my managers, all with disabilities, on the show. And uh, it is because I am so proud of them. I am so proud of the work they are doing to create employment for Americans with disabilities, because believe me, it is hard. Yep. It is hard. Even when I started, I did not realize the attitudinal barriers, Helen, that exist 
toward the employment of people with significant disabilities. But uh, we are now today in 17 states and two provinces of Canada, so we're making progress. Wonderful. Yeah, not enough. Not enough, but as long as I'm here, Helen, I'll be working on it. Just like you. And with that, we're going to go to break for a minute. If you just joined us, we have today Miss Helen Roth, the past chair of AAPD, but more importantly, a longtime champion for quality of life for all people with disabilities. You're listening to Joyce Bender, America's Voice, on voiceamerica.com, where disability matters. We'll be right back. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. I'm Garcelle Beauvais-Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are two and a half million Americans with the condition, and one in ten Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000. In the great scheme of things, a minute isn't all that much, unless you happen to have a stroke. All of a sudden, those minutes count. Minutes that could mean losing your ability to talk, move, or walk. Which is why, if you can get help in time, your stroke can be treated. The warning signs of a stroke include sudden numbness or weakness of the face. If you experience this, call 911 immediately. Visit strokeassociation.org or call 1-888-4-STROKE today. A public service announcement from the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. VoiceAmerica.com If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. Well, if you just tuned in, I just want to mention to you, tell your friends that they can go to voiceamerica.com or benderconsult.com and listen to this show again with Miss Helen Roth. If you just tuned in, you have missed a great show. She is just such a champion for people with disabilities. Former chair of AAPD, but more importantly, you know, numerous awards, just very well known in the disability community. And for me, it is an honor that she would be a guest on the show. Helen, I wanted to ask you, you see how fast time goes, Helen? Uh, yes. I have all these questions for you. I'll just have to have you on again. I can't even get through all my questions. But I do want to ask you one question. Okay. While you were serving as the chair of the of AAPD, what did you enjoy the most? Oh, Joyce, just personally, I enjoyed the contacts the most, the people that I met, and I had to tell you, Joyce, that it really thrills me every time 
I'd go to any kind of event that is being controlled and run by people with disabilities. And I've had other people express that to me. For example, um, the National Council on Independent Living has an annual conference, and it is attended by mostly people with disabilities, and it just thrills me to go to that conference because there are lots of us there doing what we're trying to get others to do. Yes, but that's right. That's what I enjoyed personally, but in a larger context, I well, another thing I enjoyed immensely was just observing Andy Imperato and the way he accomplishes things and how his mind works. That was really fun. Then, in a broader sense, of course, I enjoyed the various programs and the impact that they're having in the disability world. For example, the Disability Mentoring Day. Oh, yes. I love Disability Mentoring Day. Yes. Yeah. And that is a day set aside where coordinators all across the country make various kinds of arrangements for people with disabilities to meet and engage with employers. Helps employers break the ice to uh, relate to people with disabilities, and it helps people with disabilities understand more about the working world. Yes, it is a great thing. I always say, on one hand, just as you said, Helen, students, college students, elementary students, they go to school that day. I mean, they go to work that day to a corporation or a federal agency, and they see, wait a minute, there's hope for me. I could get employed to do a job like this. But at the same time, it impacts the employer saying, wait a minute, maybe I shouldn't discriminate like this. You know, this person, why don't we hire a person with a disability? It really, and of course, number three, it's a great networking tool and a great way for companies to build interns for the future. Yep. Yeah, and AAPD sponsors that and just does a tremendous job. So, Helen, AAPD, I bet that means a lot to you, doesn't it? Yep, it does. Absolutely does. I have to say that I see it as the umbrella organization, as Cheryl said. But 
I do think it's important to acknowledge that there are other strong disability advocacy groups yes. out there that do good work. Yes. Yeah, we all need to work together. We need to work together or we won't get anything accomplished. Yep. Well, Helen, you have already achieved so much in your life. It's amazing all the things you've done, but what what are you proudest of today? <laughs> okay. Um, Joyce, everything I have accomplished, well, I can't say everything. Most things I have accomplished in cooperation or collaboration with other people. And uh, it has not been just my accomplishment. But you ask me a question and I'll answer it. The one thing in my life that I accomplished that I am most proud of is my education. Mm. I uh, went to Harvard, got as a graduate student, and I attained a master's degree. And I have to say that I had good support but most of it was just hard work, and I did it. <laughs> but other accomplishments... Well, Helen, that is a great accomplishment. Well, other accomplishments, other people have uh, just uh, contributed to just as much as I have. Uh, some of my got credit that the credit should have been more widespread. Mm-hmm. You know who you sound like, don't you? You sound like Justin. <laughs> well, so, well, Helen, what message do you want to leave with our listeners today? I wouldn't like to leave people thinking about that we people with disabilities are not different from other people without disabilities. We may have an impairment that limits us somewhat in certain areas, but inside our minds, our feelings, our dreams, our hopes, our human qualities are just like everybody else. So I hope that people won't uh, think of us as different or that people with disabilities can get rid of any feelings they have about being different from other human beings. And that is such great advice. 
Holland. What a great message. And I want to say before I leave you with a quote today from a very famous civil rights leader, I want to say three, you know, a few things. Number one, vote. Remember what Helen Ross said in Andy, get out there and vote. Number two, www.aapd.com, a wonderful group to make a contribution to today. Number three, Helen, thank you for being our guest. You are wonderful. And thank you very much, Joyce. Ditto. You All right, well, wonderful. here's our quote for today from Miss Helen Roth herself, who says, Independent living is just simply part of me and my life. It is exciting and has the potential for great beneficial changes in civilization as we know it. In conclusion, just keep on keeping on. And that is what Helen Roth is all about. Helen, thank you again for joining us. Thank you. And to all of our listeners out there, if you haven't voted, get out there right now and vote. See you next week. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, on voiceamerica.com, where disability matters. See you next week. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com.